Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Tracy Murda on behalf of Richard Jacobs here at Future Tech Podcast. Today, I am very excited to welcome a special guest, Adam Draper, the founder and managing director of Boost VC. Adam, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. This is great. I'm excited. Well, Adam, let's just jump right in, and why don't you tell us a little bit about Boost VC, what it is, and what was the the idea and the passion behind it? Yeah, so uh, Boost VC, uh, so we are an accelerator program. Uh, Twice a year, we run a three-month program where we provide housing, office space, and we invest in startups. Um, About the reason... I started it was uh, I founded a company about eight or nine years ago. uh, And after running that for about four years, I found that I really enjoyed helping entrepreneurs not make the same mistakes I was making while starting a company. And I uh, ended up helping someone come up with their idea, build their product, raise capital. And I found that mentoring side was really for me. And so I ended up uh, leaving the company after about four, four and a half years and launching what became Boost VC. Um, we're basically, uh, now it's evolved into this, but now you know we, we've invested in 180 startups. We're, uh, we're the most active investors in blockchain and virtual reality. Um, and our goal is really to make science fiction a reality. Basically invest in anything that will get me closer to an Iron Man suit um, <laughs> is the, the general premise. Um, I love that. And, <laughs> Yeah, and so so really, like the the general concept stemmed from me uh, really enjoying working with passionate young people who were trying to change the world in some way, and I found I had a uh, a knack for helping them. And so now we've we we, t- we took a model uh, that I I think is the best venture capital model where we invest uh, in a lot of companies twice a year and we try to help really industries form where we were the first investors in the bitcoin space bitcoin and blockchain space and we really like to create this community and this network around uh these technologies and allow these people to develop together and it's it's been really really fun to watch and grow and um we've you know built and learned a lot over the last four years so adam what was it about Okay, let's start with this. Which of the industries did you start in? Was it blockchain, virtual reality, or was it sci-fi? Yeah, so we started actually in nothing. Uh, We ended up our first tribe. We call each session a tribe, and we're on tribe nine right now. Um, we, We started with a session that was, hey, get it out the door, figure out what what's working, what's not, uh, figure out if we add any value to any startups. So I raised a little bit of money. I figured out uh, a location. I figured out how to like the logistics, and then we recruited uh, we recruited a lot of companies, but seven joined Boost VC Tribe One, um, and 
they were a wide range. I mean, we had a wine company in our first tribe. We had a, a on-demand food delivery. We had a couple marketplaces, uh, a dating app, a bunch of a bunch of stuff. And then um, I had a, and then in between the tribe one and tribe two, after our companies had like six of our seven companies raised additional money, we were like, okay, that's positive reinforcement to continue doing what we're doing. And then we. Uh, the next thing that we did was we tried to figure out, establish an ownership. Like within 50 square miles of here, there are a lot of accelerators. And so you need to figure out how to focus what you do better than anyone else. Same with startups when they're competing against other people in other markets. Um, and the thing that we decided to do was focus on a specific technology. And what we added um, at that time, I I had angel invested about six months previously in a company called Coinbase as an angel, uh, and it was which is in the Bitcoin space, and now it's the most funds raised and one of the biggest trusted brands in the Bitcoin blockchain space. Um, then was one guy named Brian Armstrong who was selling me on this wild and crazy vision of what Bitcoin was going to be able to do. Um, and I ended up committing to that, and I did. I did not realize how big of a rabbit hole or how much Bitcoin and blockchain were going to play in my life when I made that investment decision. Um, but then we decided at Boost VC to be the first institutional investor to really focus in in, in uh, on this new technology, uh, and we became known for it. It was one of the. Be- I would say uh, of all the decisions we've made, that was probably the, one of the best decisions we've ever made. Was really focusing, bearing down, and getting deep into a specific technology. So how do you find good startups, or how do companies find you? Yeah, so uh, good startups, at first, what, what do we look for in, in good startups? Everyone has different criteria. Um, you know, everyone in venture capital, they reference pattern matching, like meeting a lot of entrepreneurs and figuring out what you like in all the entrepreneurs and hoping that that's what's going to be the thing that makes them successful. Um, we really look for entrepreneurs who have a good why, like why are they doing this? Because we feel that uh, starting companies are very uh it's a difficult journey. It's a very rewarding journey, but it's a very difficult journey. And if you you aren't passionate, if you aren't tied to the reason that you're doing this, it's very very difficult to uh, to succeed because it's too easy to quit. Um, and because you fail so much, you get said no to so much that it's just much too difficult to uh, it's too it, it becomes too di- difficult and it's too easy to actually quit doing it. Um, and so one of the things we really look for is why which institutes sort of a passion for the project. And then we have something we call an intensity factor, which is do they, are they a hundred percent in something that the average human being is 50% in? Um, basically saying, are they a force of nature in some way? And the, and it could be charisma. It could be, uh, you know, intelligence focus, like something, they just need to have something. And it's sort of, they, uh, and we believe that uh, great entrepreneurs do have something that they are different in. And so we, we look for that. And those, those are, I mean, we look for everything else that normal, like every investor goes to. I'd say those are two uh, relatively unique things that we, we look for. And then the, 
how we find deals uh, is a wide range. So now we have 180 portfolio companies. Those 180 companies work as a great network of referrals. And so one of the best ways to get a hold of us is to go through our network and find uh, to get a referral from one of our companies. Um, and we look very highly on all referrals. We believe good entrepreneurs hang out with good entrepreneurs. Um, and then on on top of that, we do, you know, we, we do press, we do um, interviews like podcasts uh, like this. And then mm-hmm. we, we, and you can reach us through an application on our website, uh, which ends up, uh, which will be up in about a month, depending on when this airs. And you'll be, you can just apply straight through it. We look at all the applications, we review all the applications, and um, it is very helpful if you still reach out to our companies to try to get a referral, even if you have filled out an application. Um, yeah, we get a lot of applications in our verticals, and uh, we re- we review them all. So what sort of the criteria you look at or what are some other requirements for companies that are coming into the accelerator programs that you look at and say, okay, this is going to be a good fit for us or this isn't? And is it sort of the the same amount of money that you're investing in each of the projects? Yeah, so uh, we are an accelerator that has a pretty standard deal. Uh, On average, we write it's about a $50,000 per 7% investment. Um, we also provide the housing in the office space and the accelerator program. Um, I mean, really, we do look for those characteristics in the entrepreneur. And then it's always helpful if they can prove that they can build what they said that they were going to prove, they were going to build. So if they were, you know, saying that they were building something that builds cakes really fast or something like a robot that serves cakes. Um, it would be great if they had some robotic experience, if they had a background in bakery so that they understand stood that business that they're going to be automating. Um, those sorts of things are what we're looking for. We're looking for if it's a, in, you know, we, we look at, I was using a cake robot as an example, but uh, we do. I'm down with for, it. Totally in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I will invest in a cake robot. That sounds great. <laughs> but the uh, we we are in our verticals. Uh, we do break down our industries and things like you know in in Bitcoin, cross border transfers are really good use case for Bitcoin. If if it's uh, in virtual reality, we believe education is going to be a big uh, piece of, of virtual realities like growth and. Those sort of things are like as far as industries are going and where this technology can be applied. Those are those are certain things that we're looking for. Uh, otherwise, we're we're really just looking for like a personality fit meets an ambition fit, and that's a really important part of it. Yeah, and it's funny that you you mentioned that because I saw something on the website about that. There was a, a question or an FAQ section about asking if you invest in teams without technical founders. Um, and I think the answer was very, very rarely or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that makes sense, I suppose, from an investment standpoint. You want somebody who probably has an idea of what they're doing, right? Who just, it, we just want proof that you can build what you say you're going to build. If you're going to build Google, like a search engine, you should probably mm-hmm. prove to us that you can build some sort of indexing engine. And that's normally using technology. Um, if you have a better way of doing it, that'd be cool, too. 
Um, so yeah, it's, it's completely based off of what business you're in and we're in very tech heavy businesses. We hope that they are using technology and able to use technology. Um, it's, yeah. And also if you're not a technologist, you need to find one on your team if you're going to be able to build it. And so that's, that's one of the most important things because it's your first sale. Like you need to prove that you, right. you can prove that this is, there's value to your idea to someone who is willing to go into the trenches with you. And that's a good, that's a good way to start is, so we just are looking for someone. We have done non-technical founders, varying degrees of success. Um, but the, uh, in general, we really do strongly encourage technical founders. Now, do you work with companies or investing companies that are outside of the U.S. yet? So we've uh, about, about I think I think it's thirty percent of our companies are global, like outside oh, the wow. United States. Um, so yes, we're very uh, internationally focused. Um, we and if you did um, like, if you think about what we do in virtual reality and blockchain, like they're very internationally acclaimed technologies, right. and and we are, we're under a firm belief that like entrepreneurs are everywhere. Like it it shouldn't matter. Um, it shouldn't matter where they are as long as they're ambitious, big vision, big idea, and they understand how to apply the technology broadly. Um, and those things, and we've backed companies from you know, I mean, every everywhere, really. I mean, thirty different countries. We've, we've Latvia, uh, Pakistan. Australia, like we, we've covered the, the world. Um, and yeah, and I think our theory that companies are good from everywhere is very true. What about the, the types of industries that you're, you invest in with blockchain and virtuality, or excuse me, virtual reality being the, the prime, of course, are you open to looking at other, or other types of industries or is that just sort of where you want to stay? So four years ago, we were stri- we became known for Bitcoin, and we add- we continued to double down on that, and we became sort of the Bitcoin accelerator. Um, over time, uh, we realized what we really do is build these communities around these emerging technologies. So it's more about these smart people thrown under in one basement from all over the world, getting together, working on the same technology but different ideas, and like that's not you know. A- crazy new idea like that's been done before xerox labs is an example like there are a lot of not all over the world that wouldn't have happened with xerox labs but like that general idea of throwing smart people into a room and seeing what happens is a very common like thing um and i so i don't don't think the uh and so two years later after we did bitcoin and the blockchain we ended up adding virtual reality. And um, the reason was a couple of things. We saw a huge opportunity there. The platform had been established. People knew it was gonna be the Oculus Rift. They knew it was gonna be the HTC Vive. They knew what the platform was gonna be, but there wasn't a huge ecosystem of developers building on it. And that's something we thrive on is sort of building that ecosystem, building that community. And so we've backed now 45 to 50 45 to 50 virtual reality startups um, in the last two and a half years or two years. 
And so it's, uh, and it's a growing ecosystem. I mean, there are hundreds of them now. Uh, when we started, there really were not. So our thesis uh, on the building towards, there, there was a great, uh, Phil Libin on a podcast said this, uh, Phil Libin, he works at General Catalyst, he founded Evernote. He said, uh, the world is either going to look like Mad Max or it's going to look like Star Trek in the future. <laughs> uh, anytime I can make it look a little more like Star Trek, I invest. That's basically how I feel about it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I, so, I am all and, for that. And so my, my mission statement, including Iron Man, generally is for that purpose, is creating like a better looking future of the world. But so anything works in that. And we have an expertise in chatbots. Well, I'd say virtual reality blockchain, like we we know everyone. Uh, we're still building an ecosystem in the chatbot arena and AI, um, but we're getting better. And then we're excited about, you know, drones, flying machines, hovered crafts, uh, whatever you can throw at me. I'm generally an excitable person. Um, and... Yeah, so I, I, I'm, I, it's not just blockchain and virtual reality, but I would say the our strength, our expertise are really in those right now as we right. develop new ecosystems and communities. So that's my answer. So Adam, at what point do you generally get involved with these startups? At what stage are they at? And is there ever like, a stage where you say, whoa, you guys just don't quite have it together yet enough for us to start investing? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have a great idea and they just, it's, there's something that stops them from like building it. Like we really want people who are just going to break down walls, build it, sell it, like figure out what's wrong with it and, you know, really make progress. Some people have sort of uh the dilemma of perfection, like they need it to be perfect. They need their team to be perfect. They need like not, and they need their product to be perfect. Um, every, everything to be perfect. And I'd say like it stops people from developing really great things because they're not willing to launch. They have, and it it's hard for an investor such as ourselves to understand proof that this idea might be a thing eventually. Like we really do need points where you're able to show, yeah, we're early, but we, we need you to be able to show us that there's real value in what you're saying and that you're not just, you know, talking about it. So it, a lot of the themes of what I'll talk about is really just like, I like doers, you know, like I like people who are going to just build the thing. It's not going to be perfect. It's, it might even be the ugliest thing ever, but they'll be able to prove that there might be a market there. Um, and that is normally who we don't try to accept. We try not to accept the people who are a little, little too hesitant, a little too perfectionist, a little too uh, risk averse. Because get it, starting your own company is not for the faint of heart. And, and nothing, I imagine there's a lot of a lot of trial and error comes into it too. Yeah, and yeah, and nothing ever goes the way you want it to go. Like it, 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 you can plan for every single uh, possible thing, and the worst possible thing will happen, and you won't see it coming. Um, and you need to be, you know, you need to be ready to react to that. It's almost like whatever happens, you still need to be uh, 
on your game, I guess. I don't know. So it's a long way of saying, yes, we have companies who come to us uh, who aren't ready for a program like us who they just haven't experimented enough. They haven't gotten a customer. They, and so we're okay even if they don't have a customer as long as they can prove to us that they're willing to go out and do that. So lastly, Adam, I just wanted to sort of recap again what the the accelerator programs provide. It, it's just such an interesting concept. I mean, is there a lot of competition out there for what it is that you're, you're doing, people going after the same types of startups and things like that? What kind of sets you guys apart? Yeah, so, I mean, I will say our expertise in sort of the sci-fi world is what I would uh, say set us apart. We're also like one of the longest running accelerators now. So we've in this model, uh, we're, we've been around for four and a half years. Uh, we've done nine tribes. So like, I, I think there are very few uh, programs who have done as many as us um, or as even close to as many companies as we have. And so like just in experience, people will come to us, but also uh, Bitcoin, virtual reality, like those are things that differentiate us. Uh, our global presence because of our housing and office space has become a really big deal. Um, and, and and more so as Silicon Valley becomes more and more expensive uh, real estate wise. And then, and those are the major, major things that differentiate us from the market. Other than that, we work really as a hub to Silicon Valley. Like, any venture capitalist, so if you look at the entire market of venture capitalists, what they can give you, they can hold you accountable. Uh, they can give you advice. Advice is either good or bad, and it, it, you know you either take it or you don't. Um, and they can give you money. But the other thing that they can give you that is unparalleled in based off of like VC to VC, and this is the thing that you need to look for if you're a startup entrepreneur, is the network. And so we have the best network in virtual reality and blockchain of any accelerator out there, um, hands down. And so that, and, and so, and we're building out the communities in these other emerging technologies, these other sci-fi uh, related technologies. And that's really the reason that people would want to join what we have to offer. Um, we have a really, we, we really focus hard on creating the, uh, this great tight knit community. People really enjoy being a part of the Boost VC ecosystem. Um, yeah, and and so that that's what we provide. And then what else we provide? You know, we bring the companies in, we give them advice, we we bring in mentors from the Silicon Valley who have built companies, invested in companies, and then we also have a demo day where the companies get to present in front of an audience of hundreds of investors uh, who are generally focused in their industries. And so all of that together is what our program represents, this three-month program. Um, I would liken it to sort of like a three-month business school where you're completely focused on your own idea. And we pay you and invest in you. Hey, not so bad. <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad at all. So, Adam, how does someone get in touch with you and, and get started if they are interested in, in reaching out? So what, uh, so you can always, my Twitter handle is at Adam Draper. You can follow us at, at Boost VC. And then also you can email myself or my team. My email address is adam at boost.vc. Um, I'm very open to, uh, 
cold emails. Uh, sometimes it takes a little while for me to get back. I get a lot of emails. Um, but the best way to, if you are an entrepreneur, to try to get into the program is to come through a, a referral from a portfolio company. So if you're in an industry, just look at a company that we've backed that's in your space and uh, talk to them and try to figure out how to uh, get in touch with us because that ends up being the highest quality refer. Like those are, are the fer- referrals we love the most. Um, and it, you know, shows that you're willing to try to talk to people just to, I mean, it's, it's even just a, a step showing that you're committed to your idea, that you're actually like venturing out and meeting people in order to make your idea happen. So well, those I are wanna... the ways you can get in touch with us. I really want to thank you, Adam, for your time and, and really all of the, the wonderful insight and information you gave today. This is some interesting stuff, and we look forward to seeing if you, you ever do get to make it to that Iron Man suit. I'm sure you will. Is there anything else that's sort of in the pipeline that we should be looking at coming uh, from Boost VC? Uh, yeah, lots of things. But uh, for for now, I'll leave it at the general advice that I was giving. All right. All righty, sir. Well, thank you again, and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we look forward to watching you guys grow. Thank you very much. It was great to be on the show. Have a good one. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.